Hey guys, welcome to Digital Soup, a hilariously geeky podcast bringing you the best geeky conversations each and every week. Jason, let's get to it. Hey guys, and welcome to Digital Soup, the only podcast whose toilets flush in D sharp. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know what I mean? No, I, I, mean? I do. I do. I do. That's a, some great random fact. Do you want to explain that fact? No. Let's let people wonder. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Everybody no, look it up. <laughs> yeah. We were looking up what to do for an intro because, you know, as you can probably tell, we're missing a host again this week. Jason, uh, unfortunately, not able to join us. So Adam and I yeah. are going to roll this one, uh, not solo, but but without Jason. And we're trying to figure out because he always comes up with these funny one-liners to start the show. Yep. And and I was looking up um, seventy-five. It's a website full of hilarious random facts. It says seventy-five super obscure facts that everyone will think you're a hilarious genius for knowing. Number one on that list said most toilets flush in E flat. So we're unique <laughs> at <a> D sharp. <laughs> Do, do we need to, sh should we do an experiment? Do we need to introduce who each of us are or should we just roll oh, with it? Well, we probably should. Could, I suppose. I I'm, the, I, I'm Adam and I, I am I'm, one of the three hosts. Yes. And I am, I am <laughs> usually Dave, who is always Dave and it gets confusing. It's yep. kind of a whole timeline thing, multiple universes, all that stuff. So yep. Dave you know, works. Fun fact. The nickname usually Dave was originally because Dave was only going to be on occasionally or usually be on the show. And he has right. been the most consistently present. Have not host. missed one yet. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy town. That's, that's dedication right there. Yeah. Well, not Ultra only that, dedication. but I'm just addicted to podcasting because, you know, I, I I didn't get enough here and never missing a show. So I had to start a second one of my own and it's it gets a little a little hectic at times i was telling yep. you just before we started this this episode of we're recording right now is the third one i've recorded today um it's had crazy. a day off work and put yep. put it to use got to work recording some stuff getting it in the can ahead of time for my other show so yeah the funny part is we're contractually obligated to never mention the name of your other show so right that's unfortunate it's, it's kind of curious <laughs> that uh, it's adventures and curios Welcome to Adventures in Curios, a show filled with curios and tchotchkes, with your host, Crackers the Clown. <laughs> Howdy, clowns. Crackers here with the debut episode of Adventures in Curios. <laughs> this is the show for those collectors out there looking for the perfect place to showcase their collection. Now, my pride and joy is my Tonelli Broadway Vitrina cabinet, which houses my collection of lucky kitten feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No, Dave's but other podcast, Adventures in Creativity. Definitely yeah. check it out. Well, and I, I don't bring that up to, to plug it or anything like that. It just was <laughs> one okay. of it really was an humble brag. No, it really wasn't. It's just hashtag was humble brag. Just one of those uh, fun stories that tied in with the uh, the usually Dave part of it. Although I think it was last week's episode. I was <laughs> I was uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, when I was doing the kind of the intro spiel on that show, and 
oh, this is Adventures in Creativity, whatever. And I'm usually, I mean, no, wait, that's the wrong show. <laughs> I kept saying usually Dave because Digital Soup is the the first love, you know. Oh, yeah. So that's where it's at. So right, we've got some stories. Jason put together some show notes for us, added a few things in there. And we've got a couple topics that you and I were kind of talking about just briefly. And then we said, we're going to save that for the show because it's some good discussion yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, before we get into those, do you want to rip through some of these random facts? Just start off with kind of a fun little bit yeah. of play. Hit, a, hit, hit me with some facts. All righty. So we already know about toilets flushing in E-flat. Mm-hmm. Um did you know that back in the 1830s, ketchup was sold as medicine? To who? I don't know. I mean, anyone, really. <laughs> this ketchup will cure what ails you. <laughs> yeah. Prospector Pete again. No, what was your character's name? Uh, uh, I forget. I don't Prospector. know. Prospector, yeah. He, he likes like, to solder. <laughs> oh, solder and, yeah. Solder and Jack or something. I forget what it was. But <laughs> it probably yeah. was Solder and Jack. <laughs> he, he, he needs a little. Bought it from the guy coming through town once a, once a year. Um, <laughs> speaking of toilets, approximately 40,000 Americans are injured by toilets each year. That, that's a lot of toilet injuries. How many thousand? 40,000. Whoa. I mean, I, I guess that could be anything from like. You know, you're standing on a toilet trying to reach something and fall down or something breaks or you slip <laughs> off or I don't know, you're drunk. You know, one time, one time I did that and I hit my head on the counter. Oh, yeah. I had been hanging a clock and when I came to, I thought of this thing called a flux capacitor, which is what makes time <laughs> travel possible. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. It happens. Um, it happens. <laughs> it does. Now... There is a, a little bit of uh, English language fact here. There is one word that is the longest word in the English language with all the letter letters in alphabetical order. Do you know what it is? With all the letters in alphabetical yep. order? So it's the longest word in English language with where all the letters that spell the word, the spelling of the word, all the letters are in alphabetical order throughout that word. And it's got all letters? Um, no, it's it's it, the the letters that make up this word are all in alphabetical order. If you were to lay them out, like okay, here's the uh, two, three, four, five, six letters that make up this word, and all of them are in alphabetical order. You know, from A to Z. Okay, so it's not like a super long word, like no. anti-disestablishmentarianism or no. pneumono ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis. Mm, not quite. Which is technically a, an airborne disease that comes from the silica particles from volcanoes. But anyway, <laughs> the I've word, got fun facts too. <laughs> <laughs> the word is almost. I didn't. I never thought of that. But what? if you think about it, yeah, A L M O S T. They're all in alphabetical order. Whoa, that's kind of crazy. Nice. Kind of. You know, crazy. And for those of you who are really uh, obsessive about things being organized in an order, that's a great word. Yeah, almost. Satisfying. Remember that one. All right, so we love cookies here, right? Mm-hmm. On average, how many cookies do you think the average person will eat in their lifetime? 472. No. Thousand. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one was way low. Second one was way high. But it's, it says you'll eat more than 35,000 cookies in your lifetime. Yeah. Probably, it says in parentheses. Now, I was thinking when I gave the high number, I was thinking about the cookies on your computer. Oh, true. You know, there's a lot of those everywhere you go nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Did you know that Steve Jobs relieves stress by soaking his feet 
in Apple's company toilets, according to this website. Gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross. I sure hope not. Uh, I don't know. This site, so what site is this? It sounds this, fishy. It, it's, uh, the site is called thoughtcatalog.com. <laughs> fake news yeah i don't know it, it some of these are pretty fun and if they're true they're they're very fun um apparently nicholas cage bought a pet octopus once because he sincerely thought it might help with his acting <laughs> and the fact that follows that one says nicholas cage also once did magic mushrooms with his cat <laughs> so <laughs> we have a number find of some rockets yeah um apparently human birth control pills will work on gorillas Huh. How about that? How do we, and, how do we uh, find that out? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know. Apparently, it's probably <laughs> scientists. Well, I gave uh, one to a gorilla, and then we had <laughs> and it we didn't had get relations. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hashtag science. Right. Well, there's a there's a couple facts on here that I I don't necessarily want to get into just because I don't want to take it, it take it too risque. But um, this one I think is is probably probably fairly safe because it's a scientific thing um they talk about uh that there is enough sperm in one single man to impregnate every woman on earth if you were to take it all and you know like everybody gets one wow that's pretty nuts and then what else one (laughs) one more one more here nuts pretty (laughs) one more (laughs) i kind of wish they would have done this and i feel like there's a country out there that has this and i'm not sure who but the u.s treasury at one time considered producing donut shaped coins so there'd be a hole in the middle oh that'd be like china is that china that has that i knew i see yeah i think so this one one last bonus one i don't know if it's true or not but it makes me want to try it says no piece of square paper so perfectly square can be folded more than seven times in half. That's true. Is it true? I've tried. That's crazy. Actually, there's a uh, there's a channel on YouTube called the Hydraulic Press Channel mm-hmm. where he uses a hydraulic press to do it. Yeah. Does he make and it happen? I can't remember. Uh, I remember the paper exploding somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. Just it, got just, it got compressed so much and there was so much you know, energy built pressure. up inside of there from heat and everything that it actually yeah. blew out. That's crazy. crazy. Seven times. I mean, you'd think it'd be more than that. You would think so. Huh. I, I heard this. Uh, this is unrelated to these facts, but it's kind of a brilliant idea for a photo project. I was listening to this podcast. This guy, his, his project he's working on, which means I'm not going to do it now because someone else is already doing it, but he's he's taking a, a single photograph, mm-hmm. and then he gets it printed to a nice size, like, say, a 16 by 20. Um, and then what he's doing is he's photographing just the like bottom, say the bottom left corner with part of the white border on it and then part of the image. And then he gets that printed out to a full size 16 by 20 and then keeps doing that all the way down so that by the time you get three or so images removed, you can't even tell what the original picture was anymore. And it becomes these uh, pretty amazing like abstract photos where you just get like colors and really, really hmm. abstract looking stuff. And it, it kind of kind of was intriguing because, you know, when you think about it, if you keep breaking that down piece by piece, you, you'll have, I mean, your initial, your initial picture could be like uh, a Ferris wheel. Which Ferris wheel is that in, in London there? The, uh, the um, London Eye. London Eye, yeah. So you could start out with a picture of the Ferris wheel and within three photos from there, 
you'd have no idea what that was a photo of, but you'd have just kind of these cool abstract colors and stuff happening just from those sections of it. Kind of a neat idea, but oh, wow. anyways, totally off topic, has nothing to do with the main show. So why don't we, uh, why don't we talk about something that's more fitting after, after our rousing game of facts sure. here? Let's talk about fashion and clothing. Yeah, we can do that. So I saw coming up at Fashion Week, which yep. I know, when does that yep. happen? Uh, that would be punishing. Punishing. Well, I heard that model, um, Jessica, she, she's the big star. She was going to be walking there, but. No, no, they canceled her. They, they canceled her now. So yeah. that's no, a, Netflix a is uh, the Punisher and Jessica Jones are officially canceled. Yeah, and I, you know, so I think what's up with this? Well, I think we all saw it coming when they, you know, they've canceled Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and I, I think we all saw it coming. We didn't think that these two would be special and hold on, and they're just waiting. Punisher released season two, um, not that long ago, and he was finally um, canceled here, even though the season was good. And then Jessica Jones season three comes out later this year, but that has also officially been canceled now. And kind of the interesting thing, this is a little bit long, not too bad, but I thought this was a little interesting. This is a statement from uh, Jeff Loeb from uh, Marvel Television regarding the situation. It says it had never been done before. Four separate television series, each with different super talented showrunners, writers, directors, cast, and crew coming out months apart. And then... They would meet in a single event series all set in the heart of New York City. We called them the Defenders. Mm -hmm. They said it couldn't be done, but Marvel assembled amazing teams to write, produce, direct, edit, and score 13 seasons and 148 one-hour episodes. Take a moment, go online, look at the dazzling list of actors, writers, directors, and musicians who graced us with the very best of their craft. We loved each and every minute of it, and we did it all for you, the fans who cheered for us around the world and made it all and made all the hard work worth it. So thank you. On behalf of everyone at Marvel Television, we couldn't be more proud or more grateful to our audience. Our network partner may have decided they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great actors, but you know Marvel better than that. As Matthew Murdoch's dad once said, the measure of a man is not how he gets knocked to the mat, it's how he gets back up to be continued. Jeff Loeb and all of us at Marvel Television. So... That's interesting wow. because he's making it sound, you know, the, the assumption was that Marvel was pulling these mm -hmm. because they've got their own streaming service coming. Yeah. You know, and, and they were going to want to take these characters. Yeah. And here it sounds like it was Netflix um, that, that may have cut that tie. And, um, you know, in a statement to Deadline, Netflix is sharing the statement, grateful for, you know, to Marvel for five years of our fruitful partnership. Thank the fans who have followed this series. Uh, whatever to be continued might mean, if anything, for these characters in their respective shows, of course, remains to be seen. So it, that's interesting that maybe Netflix did, is is Netflix really just being petty, saying, "Well, Disney, you're putting out your own service to compete with us. We're not going to do your shows anymore, even though we've got a fan base and everything oh, else." Could you? Do you think? I don't. I don't know. I would. I just. I have a hard time visualizing that board meeting where they're like well, screw <laughs> those guys we don't like money well yeah i don't <laughs> I know i don't know there's i'm sure there was a reason somewhere that they're just haven't put out right it's but. it's kind of interesting but the other part that's very interesting because people have been speculating what's going to happen with these characters you know the statement from jeff loeb and, and marvel seems to be saying that we're going to see these guys again yeah well maybe marvel wanted to pull i don't know well who knows yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, if they were smart, honestly, 
they would try and rework these deals with the actors and everything else because the actors they had playing these these characters i mean i'm not so worried about luke cage and iron fist they were all right but by far the weakest links there but Daredevil, Punisher, and Jessica Jones were all super solid. And the people they had playing them, um, Charlie Cox, John Barenthal, and um, oh, what's her name? I forgot. Jessica it Jones. Jessica Jones, but her character. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's so many shows. You know, I, I watched yep. some of Luke Cage and yep. first season and a half of Daredevil and a bunch of agents of shield and stuff and it just got you mm-hmm. know there's there's too much to keep up with so right. i haven't watched any jessica jones or any and I, I guess i don't really have any interest in them i don't know why because yeah. it just seems like oh a character that's not as mm-hmm. awesome as the other marvel characters and we're just getting <laughs> superheroed out and yeah i, I mean maybe we're netflix definitely... is just seeing numbers that you know like yeah. that from people like me that are well maybe but by all accounts the the most recent season so daredevil season three uh, Luke Cage season two. Um, I can't. Did Iron Fist get a season two? I don't remember. I think it might have. Yeah, it did. Mm. And um, so all of them, their they're second and Daredevil's the only one with three. Daredevil and Jessica Jones, the only ones with three seasons. Um, we don't know about Jessica Jones that obviously it's not out, but Daredevil season three was a, by all accounts a, a huge success number wise. Mm. People loved it, sure. said it was fantastic. But um, Kristen Ritter is the actress we were thinking of there for Jessica okay. Jones. But yeah, it's interesting because I, I think there's probably more at play here, you know, maybe contracts and rights and who knows. But hopefully they can keep at least those those three key actors, you know, with Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Punisher because they were perfect for those roles. Cool. And if they're going to re, you know, relaunch these over on the Disney Plus or whatever it's called, I think it'll be a hard sell to do it anytime soon without those people as your characters. So, right, interesting stuff. Now, you okay. and I were talking offline uh, earlier this week, a couple of days ago, kind of regarding Netflix because you you went yeah. and did something here recently. Ah, uh, yeah, I went and uh, there. <laughs> I bought a sixty-five inch TV. Whoa, they've Whoa. gotten cheap. Are you sure it wasn't because you're getting older and your eyesight's going? <laughs> it looks the same size. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I say that joking to you, but when I when I upgraded from my my old standard 27 inch, you know, the TVs we all oh, remember, yeah. yep. that was like the sweet one to get. When I upgraded that from that to my first flat screen, 42 inch flat screen, mm-hmm. that was exactly wise because I I was watching Iron Man or Iron Man Two. One of the, one of the two, and it had it had subtitles on it for the one guy Iron Man mm-hmm. two, I think it was, and I was having such a hard time reading those from across the room, and I was only, uh, that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine, so yeah. I mean ten years ago, eleven years ago, so barely thirty. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Where <laughs> same boat. My forty two inch screen that I bought years and years ago, mm-hmm. I thought was massive. Yeah, and I ended up paying like two hundred and fifty bucks more for that than I did for this 65 inch <laughs> ultra high def right. Samsung. So, I mean, this thing was ridiculously cheap. It was on sale for 650 bucks. Nice. For a 65 inch. And it just so happened to fit perfectly. So right. I was pretty thrilled about that. And then what we were talking about for the listeners is um, mm-hmm. when I loaded, it's a smart TV, of course, like every TV out there. But when I loaded Netflix and it said, Hey, do you want to upgrade for five bucks a month to their ultra HD? Um, I said, no, cause I, didn't want to pay the money at the moment, but um, <laughs> no, that was kind of the question is, is per, is that buy up actually worth it? Right. And I guess it's hard to say without, you know, it depends on, to me, it depends on if you're, 
really, really interested in seeing that ultra HD content, mm -hmm. then yeah, you'd want to go for it. But it also, there's some caveats to that. Like your internet connection speed, I was reading, has to be at least 25 meg, which I have, but um, not everybody out there does. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense for everybody. Plus, not all the content is technically 4K. Right. So the bulk of my Netflix watching is usually documentaries and, you know, yeah. <laughs> some, I mean, some TV shows and mostly the kids, though. Right. And, and some of those are, are not going to be there. You know, I'm looking at a list right now. And as we know, with Netflix stuff comes and goes every single month. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it looks like most of their original content is is showing in in 4K. Okay. Um, not all of it in 4K HDR, however, which if that matters to you or not, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, we, we talked about HDR and in, in terms of photography before and how much I really don't care for it in most cases. Uh, my parents had picked up a new TV. Uh, what was I telling you? It was LG. And yep. that has the the dynamic HDR built built in. You can turn it on and off, you know, adjust your settings. And actually having it on while watching the television, it, it made a huge difference just with their really? direct TV subscription. Hmm. Um, it, it was pretty interesting. I, it wasn't like what you'd think of in the photography world, you know, these terrible right. looking it's, things. It's not everything's oversaturated and glowing. Right, exactly. So, I mean, looking at it though with Netflix, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess... Like you say, you'd have to you'd have to have a super super solid internet connection. Yeah, you know to be to be able to stream that at that that quality level. And I wonder even at that, I mean, yeah, I suppose with with internet that can handle it, it'll stream pretty clear. But I wonder how much of a difference is it is it gonna make? Like being that you're streaming it, obviously, if you're watching something 4K locally, you know, Blu-ray mm -hmm. or, or whatever it is. You're going to see the difference there because it's a local copy. It's not streaming or compressed in any way. But I wonder, you know, just how clear Netflix's, you know, ultra high def content is. Well, I'm reading on avforums.com, somebody asking, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the responses are, yep, yep, it's awesome. Really? <laughs> so huh. I don't know. If you have good internet speed, I mean, hey, I bought the, that's the other side of the coin is I bought this TV why buy something and then only use a percentage of what it can do? <laughs> it's like like the old old jokes about buying a Corvette and then putting uh, snow tires on it or something. Yeah, going, only going 30. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. What you should do, if you upgrade to that, can you back it down? Yeah, I don't know. Can you downgrade UHD Netflix? That's a good question. It, it, if it lets you do that, it, it might be worth a $5 experiment to try it out. <laughs> but it's five bucks. <laughs> Jason, I can't afford that. <laughs> Jason's paying, he said. Oh, sweet. <laughs> well, Netflix just so happens to have a, a, a way to change your plan through their account page, it looks like. so. Nice. Well, if well, you'll have to let us know if you decide to do that because I, I'd be curious to see if it if it makes a difference. Like, what's your thoughts are as far as the stuff that you normally watch? Mm -hmm. If you see any any kind of a difference, I mean, what what are the shows your kids are watching? Oh boy, they switch back and forth between really annoying YouTube videos uh -huh. and um, different series on Netflix, like. Uh, Oh, was it the Fuller House and stuff like oh, that? Oh, sure. So. so you could find out what just how Kids good, movies. yeah, just how good Fuller House looks in ultra <laughs> yeah. high def. I need ultra high def Candace Cameron 
Yeah, no, I I, I thought you were going to go for Kimmy Gibbler. Hey. I need some Gibbler, <laughs> high def Gibbler. <laughs> they all look great. It's fine. <laughs> they they uh, kind of ridiculously aged. I will say that. Like <laughs> none of them look bad. Like, <laughs> nope. nope. I I aged and I'm like, oh man, I look like a weird yep, old yeah. man. Yep, the, you look the, like a wrinkled grape. <laughs> yeah right and then you look at them and it's like that's kind of the same people it's, yeah they got a special makeup artist it's bizarre so you know you you watched this is us didn't you um some of it some of it what made you stop watching it uh just, just didn't i wasn't time. super into the show i guess yeah. and, and time and i'd like rachel and i like to watch it together and it was um if we couldn't get our Tough. schedules to match i didn't want to keep her from watching so once right. i'm so she's yeah. into it Yep. Yep. Okay. So I, I say that because we were talking about aging and that's someone you, you look at kind of more practical effects on how they handled the aging. Look mm -hmm. at the job they did aging Mandy Moore. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty insane. I just listened to a uh, episode of Mark Marin's podcast, WTF, and mm -hmm. um, he interviewed Mandy Moore and they were talking about a lot of stuff. And she said she was like 34 years old, I think now. Huh. And I was like, holy cow. And you see her in that show. I mean, I haven't watched any of it. I've basically seen some clips and stuff here and there, both sure. as her younger self and then her older aged self. And it's insane, like how well they aged her without it looking like what's that guy Tyler Perry and he does the the grandma, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, without it looking super, yeah, super fakey. And it's it's kind of. It's nuts that that's just a network. What are they on NBC or CBS or something? It must be NBC, I'd assume. Mm. But that that's kind of crazy how well they they could do that. But well, they've got money. That's it's true. A popular show. That's true. That's true. Now, speaking of shows, yeah. Um, what's up with this uh, Jay and Silent Bob are rebooting? Oh, this is awesome! I can't tell wait. me all about this. I've been waiting for this because this has been a while in the making now. To kind of set it up, he was in talks. He was trying to bring out and do Clerks 3. For the longest time, he had actually had the script done. Everything was done. He had actually went through and had most of the cast ready to go. I remember a big thing on uh, Instagram and Twitter where he was getting all the cast members and they were kind of holding up three fingers or you know things like that saying they were in. And I guess one of the key cast members just did not want to do it. And it, it wasn't any bad blood, but from mm -hmm. what I remember... It was um, Randall's character, if you remember who he is, Dante and Randall. Um, the one with the backwards hat all the time. Jeff Anderson is the actor that plays him. And he's just, he's he never did do any other movies besides this, really. And he's happy living up in this, you know, beautiful mountain home type situation away from the world. And just didn't want to do the movie. From what I understand, that's what killed him. Without that character, there is no Clerks because he's one of the two main characters. Right. And so Clerks didn't work. He yep. tried then to move on to Mallrats, a sequel to Mallrats. And in the script writing process, he kept trying to trying to make it work. And that kind of fell apart, turned into a TV series that was planned for a long time and just never happened. Hmm. And it, it kind of just went dead. And then he announced on, on Twitter and Instagram a while back, um, just this last year, showed the cover page of Jane Silent Bob reboot. And um, then, of course, had his massive heart attack and all of that. And everyone was wondering, like, what the heck is this going to get made? And they started filming, actually, as we're recording this on the, the 18th here on Monday night, they started filming today. And so awesome. this movie, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. But the, what they're doing, they're, they're not rebooting the movie. Um, 
it, of course they're, they're taking a fun spin on it. You know me, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, so I'm mm-hmm. in regardless, but they're, they're basically, if you remember the, the plot of Jane Silent Bob strike back, yep. um, they find out that Hollywood is making a movie about their two characters that were in a comic book created in the, the viewisk universe. And, you know, they go to Hollywood to try and stop this movie from being made. And now they find out that Hollywood is trying to reboot um, this movie and, and comic franchise from their characters, Bluntman and Chronic. They're trying to reboot this thing. <laughs> and they go, they're going to Hollywood again to try and stop it. And I guess one of the, the nice. key things is they're going to be, you know, a lot of the thrust of the jokes is going to be, you know, making fun of Hollywood's fascination with trying to just, um, you know, just the constant reboots and reimaginings rather than writing new films. And while awesome. they're in, in essence doing it themselves, you know, so I think Sweet. it'll be fun. It, it'll be interesting to see, but. Um, uh, oh, cool. The one thing that we'll have to see, because you know, how often does Jay Muse refer to him as his tubby B? You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to. Oh, I'm sure they'll him. make some good jokes about that. Yeah. Well, he's lost a ton of weight though now. Yeah. Like he's well, that's a, what I mean. I'm sure there'll yeah. be some jokes on that. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm hoping like if filming started today, that should. I don't know how long this filming process will take. A month or so, probably. Um, most movies are fairly quick, especially, you know, ones like this one or two months. And then, you know, however many months I'm hoping that maybe by beginning of next year, although it's fairly early in the year, you know, could be end of this year, beginning of next year sometime that we can see the new Jay and Silent Bob movie. I think we're about due after, after he went on his adventures with Tusk and yoga hosers and all of that. So (laughs) Tusk. Yeah. I, I still, (sighs) I still enjoyed the movie. It's weird. It's very weird, but I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. You, you rated it very highly. What, what did I give it? Do you remember? I think you gave it like a four or a four and a half. I was going to say, I I couldn't remember if I, if I, if it was like a four, four and a half, or if I gave it a perfect five. No, you didn't give it a perfect five because that would mean it was the ultimate movie. Have we, have we had a perfect five on super reviews yet? I don't think so, but you never know coming up. Yeah. With our next show. I hope <laughs> what I hope Jason gives this next movie a perfect five. Because we're be watching great. that'll be next week, next episode. Yeah, it'll be in tears. It'll yeah, it'll be our super review so of what is it, Bridges of Madison County? Yep. And um <laughs> <Awesome>. a listener <laughs> listener submission and we're making Jason watch it. And he <laughs> he could he knew he couldn't be here tonight, and so he was really pushing trying to get us to do it tonight. And it's like, oh sorry, man, I haven't watched it. Hey, again, this is a highly rated film. Yeah, I mean by, it's uh Academy Award Clint winning, Eastwood. I think, isn't it? Clint just, Eastwood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, it's not a geeky movie. It's not um not our usual type of thing and and but i think you know nothing wrong with watching different movies now and then and i'm not gonna lie i think it's hilarious that he just really does not want to watch it (laughs) and he's gonna have to he says he's got the next movie all picked out though oh okay he he knows what he wants to do and uh should should i drop the spoiler here yeah sure so so after bridges of madison county the movie that we'll watch then the end of march beginning of april will be um the Warcraft movie. Oh, because he's never seen it. He wants to watch it. You know, right. and I've it never looks seen like it. it's going to be terrible. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe watch it on a thumbstick on my lunch breaks at work or something. <laughs> well, watch it on a thumbstick. Yeah, I just stare at the thumbstick. You know it. It's not awesome. playing. 
Speaking of thumbsticks, yeah. what's up with this PS4 thumbstick and a free copy of Fallout oh, 76? This is crazy. Did you see this story Jason put in here? So they're trying to get rid of a bunch of PS4 thumbsticks. <laughs> it, it's it's a it, it's a total it the, shot at Is it the PS4 version of Fallout? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so this is a total shot at 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 Fallout 76 again taking its lumps. And we've talked about that a lot. Apparently, this time it was a Polish retailer, uh, XCOM, which they were trying to get rid of a ton of these PS4 thumbsticks they had. And so they were including a free copy of the the PS4 version of Fallout 76, which apparently are all gone now. And so the thing is, though, it's not the first time this kind of thing has happened. Apparently, a GameStop in Germany just a couple weeks ago was giving away Fallout 76 for free with any purchase of a used PS4 controller, which <laughs> ironically, controller used? Yeah, you, you buy a used PS4 controller and get a free copy of Fallout 76. Wait, you know, it's funny that people are going to GameStop to buy used PS4 controllers when, you know, we learned a long time ago, you can get used Xbox controllers there. Yep. Third party ones, even third. <laughs> exactly. But those ones don't come with <laughs> Fallout 76 for free. No, they don't. They don't. No, and it's it's just another another thing that's kind of piling on to the the disappointing launch for Fallout seventy six that people are so you know still so upset about it. And now I, I almost wonder if these companies are now doing this because they know it's like okay, everyone's jumping on board the hate train. Everyone, this game, everyone laughs at it, and you know let's let's sell our thumbsticks at a drastic discount, you know, just to try and unload them, and we're going to give this game away for free just because why not. Hmm. But what I wonder is, how are they getting that game for that cheap to be able to just give it away and still make money? Well, they probably bought a huge volume license of Geese Keys and are just yeah, including it. I don't know. That's kind of crazy, though. But it is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's been a while since I ventured into uh, into Fallout seventy six land with with your your crazy schedule that's been going on and everything for yep. me. We haven't jumped in, but we're gonna hopefully rectify that sometime soon here. Right. Hey, you know what else has been a while? You had posted something on Twitter about um, having it been a while since you had listened to an album from front to back. Yeah. And, um, you know, it kind of sparked some interesting conversation about um, the experience of listening to a full album rather than just hitting a single. Because, as you know, of course, with streaming and everything, we find a song we like, we add it to our library, we stream just that song. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you listen to an album front to back, you get the full story. Right. Of, of that musical experience. And in some cases, the story is garbage nonsense, like, you know, pop music and stuff like that. But <laughs> some of the... Um, oh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot in, in a minute here, because I, I want to talk about this a little more about some of your favorite albums, like start to finish. And, and let's get, let's geek out about music a little bit. Jason's not here. And <laughs> we know that you and I are musicians and he just likes music. Um, and since he's not here, you know, we might as well talk about something he loves. <laughs> but, yep, exactly. But no, I mean, we can't help it if he's not here. But I, I, I do want to talk about this. Some of your favorite albums, start to finish, the best experiences. But I can think of one or two that I love the album, start to finish, and they are just nothing but pop albums. Okay. So which I, ones I, are those? Well, the first one, um, you're you're probably gonna laugh. What is? I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's Christina Aguilera. Hold on, I should have been more prepared. I had it in my head, but um, Christina Aguilera. It's it's the album that the the song when she changed her image to that whole fighter kind of. I mean, hate to say, the, but that kind of dirty one. Look. Yeah, X Tina. 
Yeah, but that album, that album has some amazing songs on it from top to bottom, and it gives you, you know, you got the couple big hits in there as mm-hmm. far as um, you know the the MTV videos and stuff like that. Stripped, I think it was called. Um, I believe that's the album. Yeah, that's the one. And so when you look at it, you've got, you know, the main singles of that were Fighter, of course, Can't Hold Us Down, which was, uh, she had a a guest singer on that one with her. And then the really big song for a lot of people, it became super powerful, especially for um, younger women was an album called Beautiful or a song called Beautiful. And the the whole song was about the idea Mm. that, you know, don't let anyone tell you you're not beautiful or, you know, not worth it. Great song. Fantastic voice, and and there was another song, uh, her single, The Voice Within. I don't remember exactly what that one was, but I used to listen to that album. Now, I am not the demographic for Christina Aguilera. I mean, I'm a, no, I'm a, I'm rock a little bit guy. surprised, but go ahead. Yeah, I am. I am not a, a you know, I'm, I'm a rock guy through and through. And but she, that was the first album I heard of her that, you know, with the exception of the couple radio hit, you know, the ones that they planned just to be that. That album was put together in this story and this flow that went through it from top to bottom that was just perfect. And it is the first album I really heard from her that showcased her her actual true talent in singing. Because um, hmm. she's got a crazy amazing voice, you know. And you look yeah, at the yeah. look at the art you know, her artists of her generation. It was her and Britney Spears, you know, were the big ones, and a few others. Well, Mandy Moore from This Is Us came a little bit after. Most of them did not have the singing chops that Christina Aguilera has. And that album, especially some of the songs, uh, Beautiful, and there was one, too, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's been a while since I've listened to it, a long time ago. And it, it basically tells a story. It's kind of a Latin-sounding song, and it tells a story of you know her meeting this guy, and her mom is telling her, don't fall for him. You know That type of guy is bad. They're going to trick you. Next thing you know, you're going to have a kid, You know all this thing. And, but that song, it's very kind of a nice groove, but singing wise, again, just showcasing her voice, but top to bottom, that album, it's such a fun experience. It's like, I used to listen to it. My wife and I, this was when we were just dating. I don't think we were married yet. We would always throw music on when we'd go to bed at night. So we'd listen to an album as we're falling asleep. And that was one of the two albums in our, our main rotation. It seemed like all the time. Hmm. Nice, and I, I'll still listen okay. to some of those songs. So, what so do you have? Pretty you, valid. That's a pretty valid argument for a pop album. That's and, right. and some of mine are a little poppy too. Like, uh, I started thinking in my brain about back when I used to buy CDs and which ones I'd listen to front to back. Right. Tragic Kingdom, I no doubt was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, and that's um, technically it's kind of towing the line rock of spa. Yeah. Spa. <laughs> a rock spa. <laughs> you guys want to go to the rock spa? I like that idea. I don't say words good. But, Sit in the hot tub, have some beers, and listen to some Metallica. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the, uh, the song um, uh, "Don't Speak." Yeah, you know, man, there's there's some good tunes in there. But um, so that was one of them. I also, there's a lot of the, the albums I like that are, you know, not a lot of people have heard of them. And that makes me sound like a hipster, which I'm not. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> Switchfoot. I don't know if you're familiar with Switchfoot. Yes, I am. But, um, the beautiful letdown was the first CD of theirs I bought, yeah. which I really just love that that CD. What was the um, hit off that one? I'm trying to remember. Oh uh, well, they had several different songs on there that were really good. There was the beautiful letdown itself mm-hmm. was good. Um, Meant to live, this is your life. There's a bunch of different 
pretty cool. But one of them had actual radio play, I think. Yeah, that's. Um, I know there was one of them that really. I'm looking at the the. You know, trying to find the track listing here, and I'm not seeing it. Meant to live. This is your life. More than fine. Ammunition. Dare you to move. Yeah. Uh, that might have been the one. I'm not sure. Redemption. The beautiful letdown. Gone on fire. Adding to the noise. And twenty four. That was yeah, a good album. Was, yeah, I like that one. Um, there's another one. There was a band called Falling Up that I really liked. Okay. Um, and they had an album that came out. Oh, what the heck was it called? I got to actually look it up. Um, <laughs> Falling Up, you said? Yep. Never heard of yeah. that one. Fangs was the title of their album. It was from 2009. Okay. And, um, well, they originally were doing, I think they were a Christian band or something like that. Oh. And, um, their, uh, their album Fangs was this, the whole thing was just a really obscure story of this space traveler where you, the lyrics didn't even really make sense. But I mean, front to back was just an incredible artistic rock album. Right. And so I, I really like that one. Um, of course, you have your Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. And- yeah, and see, I, I've got to admit, I've never, I know I've listened to it front to back a couple times, yep, but I never I never really got into that. I liked a few of the songs, um, yep. but I just, I never got into the, the Pink Floyd experience. So, yeah, I don't know why. It's it's pretty good, but it's not, you know, I don't go listen, out of my way to listen to it anymore. But Right. Um, the last one I'll throw out there, Live Throwing Copper. Yes. That was one of my favorites back in the day. Now, there Absolutely. was a lot more, but that was back when he had a CD and he didn't have mm-hmm. you know, the ability to just jump from song to song and you would just stick it in your discman and listen. Yeah. You know, I, I had <laughs> so many. Man, I've been sitting here thinking as you've been naming them. And when I think back, I used to listen to, that's how I listened all the time. Like every time you listen to it, it was top to bottom you know the album as a whole that's what you get excited for the earliest mm-hmm. ones i remember of course being metallica albums and you know a couple of a couple of the early favorites well the one that spurred that that meant that that twitter message i put out the other day um actually was their album that a lot of people didn't love they called them sellouts for it was their load and reload albums i had listened to reload the other mm-hmm. night from top to bottom i forgot how much i enjoyed it and how much listening to those songs when they put them together and you hear like their vision for it yeah um it really makes a difference you know it's it's really a totally different feel than just listening to a metallica playlist and hearing you know random songs the the first album by metallica i really listened to top to bottom over and over was justice for all Mm -hmm. quickly followed by master of puppets and then up to the black album but other ones for me um kind of pop but not really would be um dave matthews band under the table and dreaming um that was a that was a great one um and it i know jason hates dave matthews (laughs) and so (laughs) he's gonna be rolling his eyes on that um (laughs) but it it really is it's one of those albums to me that the whole thing just flows so well and they've got a number of them i've I've listened to quite a bit through that era um another one i mean can i give you the the difference in, in musical taste here but i used to listen to this album top to bottom constantly was uh tools i think it was their second album enema okay yeah yeah. you know with with uh i can't remember there was a well there's titles are always weird i probably shouldn't say that it's like <laughs> enema 
Yeah, and and but forty six and two is on that album and, and some other ones. And that album I used to listen to a ton. Hmm. Um, such a good album. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, there. I mean, there's so many I could go on and on. Oh yeah, no kidding. Third Eye Blind. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my stuff that I really like that I listened to front to back was all back in the '90s when I had CDs. But you know what? This is interesting. Maybe what we should do is throw out a full album challenge to folks. Yeah, find your favorite band, find find an album, listen to it front to back, mm-hmm. and just to appreciate that uh, the whole big picture that they're trying to present when right. know, during these albums before they were just dropping singles and stuff. It's yeah, I, it's I mean, cool to the point. I, I I I'm all in on that idea, and listeners, I'd love to do it too. And I, because I'm kind of geeky and get weird about this stuff, I would love to do it in a way where like, if we had a group of people, almost like a book club, mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, album of the week, album of the month, whatever it is. And like, come up with an album, be like, Hey guys, you know, check out this one. We're going to listen. This is what we're listening to top to bottom. Give it some time, you know, listen through this album from start to finish hear that story. And let's talk about it. You know, let's have a conversation yeah. on, on Twitter or whatever it is reach out or even if it's you know you and i and jason saying all right well you know almost like we do our super reviews and say hey we're gonna listen to this album check this out you know top to bottom um what do you think because it's one of those things i mean i don't know if we've got time to work that into schedules and everything else but i think it would be so much fun just to get almost like an in album review mindset you know but it, it gives us the ability to kind of really look at these albums from top to bottom i i just thought of one other one that you may not have heard of sure um you know the band the decemberists no okay look up an album by them the first album i ever heard of theirs. they've had a number of them but the first one i heard of them and i will go back through this thing top to bottom talk about a story album it's called the crane wife uh, like crane like a bird c-r-a-n-e yep. wife this album, they do one thing that's kind of interesting. The first track on the album is the Crane Wife's parts two and three, I think. And then the final song on the album is like the Crane Wife part one or something like that. And actually, the way they recorded it, it was intentional that way. But the way the song flows, like when you hear it ending, it's like the whole thing just goes to a cycle. So you could, in theory, really, I mean, if you really like the album and wanted to do it, you could let it go from that final song right into the first song again, and it all makes sense. Oh, wow. and it, it's cool. it's a really cool album and they do they're kind of like an indie rock band especially at that time um i had heard them on npr i think on on some show there they interviewed them and were playing some of their music during the show and everything and it was really really cool and this album to me is the one album like if i'm going on a road trip i will mm-hmm. listen to this it's a perfect driving music it's just like a great mix i will of check it out upbeat and but kind of kind of like I don't know how you how you'd explain it. Kind of indie. Um, they've their sound has changed a little bit as they've put out new albums. You know, in, in more recent years, they've gotten a little more bluegrassy at times. Their most recent one, they've gotten a little more pop on their album. The King is Dead, I think, was the album. But it's it's very very good. It's nothing offensive. Um, so you can listen at work, things like that. It's it's very cool, and it's one I'd absolutely recommend. So nice, nice. Yeah, we'll do that. Awesome. Well, um, I think uh, I think I want to know what time it is. It's time for a geek off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we have today for the geek off? All right. So, since there's just the two of us, I figured how just do we how do we do a geek us. off? But you probably have seen these things pop up on Twitter. 
in the past. And it is the idea of, they actually do a hashtag about it a lot of times. You can jump in on it and have fun. It's explain a film plot badly. And I'm going to throw some of these at you and, and, and see if you okay. can guess the movie just based on, on these terrible explanations. All right. Okay. So first up, a miserable billionaire terrorizes mentally ill man. Uh, is it Dark Knight? It is. <laughs> it is. Very good. All, All right. right. This next one will probably be kind of easy. Uh, Pocahontas with blue people. Avatar. Yeah. I or love Smurfs movies. too. I yeah. don't know. Hard don't to know. say. What did I just see with Smurfs? It was um they took <laughs> they took one of the Avatar warrior women and kind of it was someone's illustration and they drew it was like Papa Smurf and Smurfette and one or two other Smurfs around there. And then this warrior woman was all just, you know, weapons out and everything. She's like, This isn't you think you're the first one to try and take me back to your village, Papa Smurf? You know, she's like all bloody and they're just looking panicked like she is gonna straight up slaughter them. <laughs> Anyways, so next awesome. one. Old man obsessively stalks teenage girl. Now that could go a lot of ways. Huh. I'll give you a hint that I don't know if I know I haven't, and I don't know if you've actually seen this movie, but you definitely know of it. Oh, that's the hint. Yep. That's a good know, one, huh? The good hint, hint is that I know of the movie. Well, that's a plus. <laughs> well, I didn't want you thinking it's some obscure thing. So, oh. um, I'll give you another hint. Um, the sparkly old man obsessively stalks teenage girl. Okay, so uh, it's the uh, vampire one. Yeah, Twilight. Uh, Twilight, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I never would have guessed it. All right, now this one's good. A priest kidnaps a child for cult and eventual marriage to politician twice his age. So uh, priest kidnaps child for cult and eventual marriage to a politician twice his age. Um... Gosh, it's got to be some Middle Ages thing, right? No. No? You okay. want it? Yep. It is Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they kidnap uh, young Anakin, marry okay. him off to, what's her name, who's twice his age. All right. A family's wow. first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. And hint, uh, this is a horror movie. And the star uh, of said Hoyler, Hoyler, horror movie would be uh, Jack Nicholson. Uh, the Shining? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Yep. All right. Another horror <laughs> I'm movie. I'm really bad at this, apparently. <laughs> They're fun. A another horror movie for you here. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. High school students? Mm-hmm. It's another horror movie. Very popular. A wise-cracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. Uh, that's going to be Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So one more here. Right, we can do one or two more. How, how, about, how about I throw a movie out and then you make one up? Oh, boy. 
<laughs> let, let, we can make a couple. I'm going to give you this last one, then let's make a couple up. Okay. All right. So this one here, a depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilizes the government. Oh, there was only that one and one more left on this list. I'll give you both of them. Depressed office worker. Yeah. Joins a cult and destabilizes the government. That would be the Matrix. Uh, <laughs> Last one on this list. <laughs> difficult. Yeah. A man's midlife crisis endangers his family and the entire city. Oh, boy. Want me to give this one to you quick? You might as well. I'm having a rough time here. <laughs> that is The Incredibles. <laughs> you know, when you say the name of the movie, you know, then it, it makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah. But, uh, okay, how about, um, okay, I'm going to throw a challenge out for you. All right. Back to the future. All right. Um, crazy old scientist lures young teen to his secret laboratory for... A time travel adventure. That just sounds like a regular movie plot. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I'm trying. What What could be? What What, what could we do with that one? Back um, to the future. It's got to be something about the old man luring a teenager to his garage. Uh, how about uh, old man lures teenager into twisted story where he has to kiss his own mother? Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That I works. I like it. Let's go with that one. All right. Let's see here. All right, we're going to throw out uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is more challenging than the, the guesswork. Yeah, how do I... Uh, mentally challenged man roams freely across the U.S. with no... with uh, That wouldn't work. Without the proper medical attention. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, well, he didn't need uh, medical attention. He's mentally challenged. Maybe he should have been in a home. Well, I don't he's... know. How, how, how can we do this? Like mentally, oh. it depends because you could start with the beginning. Like, like handicapped boy learns to run because bullies try and beat him up or something. You know, you could take that. <laughs> or, or like. Becomes dominant food, uh, seafood industry titan. Right. right. <laughs> or, you know, local. Table tennis champion. Uh, there you go. Tells the president he has to pee, or <laughs> shows the president how he got shot in the butt, or whatever. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of directions you could go with that one. Oh, it's a, this is a challenging game. Maybe we should try to come up with some more later. <laughs> yeah, there's some good. What do you have? Any other movies? That um, throw out? Uh, yeah, let's do a quiet place. A quiet place. So the real plot. Yeah. Okay. So, man can't control his lust, even though there are killer monsters all around and knocks up his wife anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Uncontrollable well, <laughs> lust. And then sacrifices himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's terrible. Uh, I, I would have started with, like, family of mutes. Uh, <laughs> Gets picked off one by one. Oh, that's a real story. <laughs> oh. Family of mutes enjoys barefoot walks into town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Oh man, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a movie we could throw. Let's um, let's throw. Oh, 
I saw one for this movie, so I, I won't participate in it necessarily, but uh, Titanic. Oh, um, Titanic. Let's see here. It's Boat a, accident. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Boat accident. That's all. <laughs> the, <laughs> simple. Done. Concise. Boat accident. <laughs> yeah. oh. Selfish uppity uppity woman doesn't allow um, lower class patron onto her lifeboat. Yeah, that that was kind of <laughs> similar to the the one I saw was something to the effect of starving artist in snobbish rich lady fight to the death over a door (laughs) (laughs) followed up closely by boat accident yeah boat accident (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) what if we just took the took the uh the movie poster and removed titanic and just put (laughs) boat accident yeah oh I love it. That would be fun. It, like if I could, <laughs> that was any good at like graphic artist work or anything. Oh, it would be this, so. This is fun. gonna happen. Yeah, so fun to like remake <laughs> movie like popular movie posters with like simple one or two word titles that would. Oh, be, this is totally happening. We need to do it, listeners. We want you to participate in this too. I mean, some of this could be fun. I wonder. Well, we we have such good luck with our hashtag challenges, so I'm not going to worry about that, but. Oh Lord! Some some of these are (laughs) insane. Yeah, there's a a lot of (laughs) pretty crazy ones. Like when you think about Star Wars, (laughs) it's another one where crazy old hermit kidnaps young boy (laughs) in order to convince him to make out with his sister eventually, or something. (laughs) You know, it just could go all kinds of crazy places. Oh yeah. I love that hashtag on Twitter. It, it, when when they play the you know these Twitter games, I guess you'd call them. It's mm-hmm. that's not there every week, but almost. I don't know if it's every day or if it's once a week or what. But usually there's like one really big, um, like Twitter you know hashtag game thing going on, and some of them yeah. can be just hilarious. What was that one? What did I say? It was bad movie plots. Oh, I don't remember plots. Bad movie film plots. No, that's a that's a person. And deadbeat dad tries to get his son to take over the family business. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> oh man, that one's difficult. Yeah. What what about I saw this one about Hunger Games. It was it was um narcissistic older sister uh eliminates her younger sister's chance at being on a TV game show. <laughs> <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. <laughs> a noseless guy has an unhealthy obsession with a teenage boy. <laughs> Harry Potter? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Oh, this one's a Titanic one. <laughs> Boatload of people take the ice bucket challenge. Period. Ends horribly. Period. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> The iceberg challenge. Oh, that is so bad. Oh, brutal. Uh, oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think it might be that time. It might be. We've got a little music to get to. Yeah. Um, so today, listeners, stick around. You're going to want to hear this. There's a track called Stay a While from the band 
Owl Kill. This is our unsigned music spotlight. Owl Kill is a five-piece rock band from Montville, New Jersey, New Jersey. Influenced mainly by the early 2000s rock scene, their music focuses on the daily struggles of life, how they affect us, and most importantly, how we overcome them. Owl Kill is currently in the process of recording their first album, which they aim to release this year, 2019. So we're going to have a link to their Facebook page in our show notes. Definitely going to want to check that out. And of course, you can subscribe to the Digital Soup Podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And uh, we would sure appreciate it if you tell a friend about us and uh, maybe leave us a rating. You know, maybe you're a good one. <laughs> but for all things Digital Soup, head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com where we have links to everything that we do. I mean, that is truly our portal to everything Digital Soup. So be sure to check that out. And so from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, we miss you, Jason. I can't wait to have you back on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be able to you know, make fun of you later. And... Jason, you've got homework. Next episode, we want you prepared with a, a handful of your bad movie plot summaries and also a couple of your favorite albums to listen to top to bottom. Awesome. Well, from all of us to all of you guys, have an awesome week, and we will catch you next time. <laughs> Take care, guys. Later, Gators. <laughs> <laughs>